You're listening to episode 247, Chemical Free Body with Tim James. But they, uh, and then they send us an email like, dude, my mental clarity's better. My digestion's better. I'm sleeping better. I have way more energy. I have less gas and bloating. We have all this, and they haven't even got the products yet, but they've been implementing these core four secrets. Maybe one of them, maybe two of them, maybe three of them, maybe all four of them. We have people program them on our phone and our coaching program so that in three to four months, your subconscious mind's programmed. Just like television programming pro- programs us to plop, plop, fizz, fizz, oh, what a relief it is, right? <laughs> right? You, how can we know that? Well, you've been programmed. So we just take advantage of that subconscious programming. We do it ourselves with our cell phone. Hmm. Chew food, avoid liquids, breath work, probiotics, enzymes. We have that program during lunchtime. And then for dinner, we have chew food, avoid liquids, um, breath work, enzymes, no probiotics. You only do it once a day. And we repeat that. And then after three, four months, you can't forget it you start doing it and guess what people's lives are turning around and they don't have the products yet and they add the products in another level right these are the foundational steps that we teach those core four uh, secrets there this is the dance of life my name is tutor alexander and we are going to go on a journey to hack your mind body and soul for living your best life yet Tune in every week to learn something new, grow, and get inspired as we discover the secrets of success and practice the art of fulfillment. And if it's one thing I hope you learn from today, it's that your life is a dance. And just like any dance, you can learn to dance it well. Today is Friday, June 18th, 2021. Good health is not something we can buy, but it can be an extremely viable savings account. Anne Wilson Schieff. That's an American psychologist. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thanks so much for being here. Happy to have you spend a little bit of your Friday with me, as always. Very grateful. My guest today is a expert in biohacking and living in optimal health. So excited to chat. I love this. is one of my favorite topics to talk about. I like to talk about a lot of stuff, but... When it comes to health and living in optimal health and being as good as we can be with that area of our lives, I get really excited. Tim James, he's the founder of chemicalfreebody.com. Tim's journey led him to a shocking discovery which helped him turn his health around and helped his friend beat cancer. Feeling charged with a duty to help others, he started sharing his knowledge with anyone that would listen. This led him to producing his own chemical-free products. Chemical-free body was then born. Tim's inbox is constantly flooded with people singing and dancing about his products, how they've given them a second lease on life and they couldn't believe it was possible. Excited to dive into it today with Tim. We're going to be doing the gamut here, man. A lot of good stuff on detoxing gut health, how to use food as medicine, how to lose weight if you've tried a bunch of different things and have failed, how to reduce pain and inflammation, how to improve your sleep, all that stuff. Good stuff. Even oral health, we'll jump into that a little bit. A lot of great golden nuggets, so make sure you bookmark this episode, share it with anybody who's health conscious or maybe wanting to get a little more health conscious. If you want to get in touch with Tim or check out some of his stuff, go to chemicalfreebody.com. And away we go. Make sure you subscribe and share. Until then, love you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing this moment with me. Let's dive into it. Chemical Free Body with Tim James. Tim James. 
All right. Well, hey, man, it's so nice to have you on the show. Welcome. I'm, uh, I'm really excited about this to meet a fellow biohacker, especially you've been nerding out, like you said, for a while on this stuff. So I'm very excited to have you. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on the show today. I appreciate it. You know, you have an interesting story. I'd love for you to, to share a little bit about how you got into this, how you kind of turned your health around. And then um, also with your friend who had cancer, kind of how that all mm-hmm. jump started everything for you. So if you don't mind, share that a little bit. Yeah, I'm pretty much an anomaly. So I grew up over in Eastern Oregon on a cattle and hay farm. So I'm pretty much a redneck. Um, (laughs) My neck was red when I was farming hay. We did alfalfa and grass hay, had Hereford cattle. Um, I was just, I was on another podcast today and I thought I'd bring it up again. It's like between me and my buddy, Mike McKinnon, our two farms next to each other, we had cows, ducks, geese, rabbits, dogs, cats. They had dogs. They had dogs, chickens, pigs, horses, maybe something else. I don't know, maybe a gerbil. Wow. I don't know. And um, so we had a lot of animals around us and we were always, him and I were, we had to do the chores. I mean, we had to take care of them every morning, every night, you know, before and after school. And so it's just like you get built in responsibilities that trains you to be responsible, which is really cool. Sometimes you hated it, ah, dad, but your dad would be like, get down there and do it, you know? So I grew up on the standard American diet. I played baseball at a high level for 30 years. Fast forward to age 37, I was 42 pounds overweight. Um, I've been telling everybody 38 pounds, but I found my old driver's license. It was actually 42. So I was fatter than I thought. And (laughs) so I'm telling everybody how fat I was. And, um, and I remember, um, so it was really bad, man. I I had, I had skin issues. I had eczema on both my elbows. I had a big patch on my knee would crack and bleed. I go over to your house for Super Bowl or whatever. And I'd bleed on your couch, cleaning up, bleed on your wall. It's just annoying. It was painful. I was embarrassed to take my shirt off. I just kept getting over more overweight every year. Um, I know a lot of people out there dealing with that. And uh, my energy was waning. I I stopped exercising. All I was doing was walking the dogs. I could barely do it. my then I started having problems with my bowel movement. So I, every time I poop, blood would come out and it was oh, very wow. painful on a one to 10 is probably a six or seven on the pain scale. So going poop wasn't very fun. So I don't know if this is, if you have people are just listening, like I have a shirt on right now that says love when you poop. <laughs> and um, it's important because like yeah, I used to hate 100%. doing it. I hated it. Should be an enjoyable and, experience. <laughs> yeah, it was, it wasn't fun. It was like very painful followed by blood. So here I am bleeding rectally. My elbows are bleeding, my knees bleeding. And this was just me bleeding all the time. Wow. And then I was on a, a trip in uh, Northern Peru, just South of uh, Tumbes, uh, in, in, uh, so- Southern Ecuador there in this place called Tumbes and, um, beautiful trip. We planned it out for over a year, me and my wife and her dad and and that got cut short. I had to be driven, like basically life driven in the middle of the night in the six hour bumpy road. I went to this hospital in Peora on an examination table with flies buzzing around up at me, like literally wow. a third world country. I don't, I've been paying into my health insurance all these years and now I can't even use the damn thing. Um, and then they put me on, they doped me up and put me on a plane flight to Lima because her dad was a medical, he ran a huge hospital in Lima, which is the big, like 21 million people there, some 18 million. And um, I got in a taxi from the airport, went right into surgery and um, had an organ removed. And that was uh, so ruined our trip. And I, what I realized, Tudor, is that my poor health didn't affect just me. It affected everybody else around me. And um, but I and I still I was always like I wanted to be healthy, but I just didn't know how. And I tried different diets, high protein, low protein, high fat, low fat, high carb. Low. I was trying all these different things, um, five meals a day. Um, but it just it wasn't working. I tried juicing, but I was juicing carrots and beets and and apples. It was too much sugar. And I didn't yeah. know that back then. And, and my juicer ended up in the cupboard, you know, after about 60, 30, 60 days, and I wasn't using it anymore. And then my friend gets diagnosed with cancer. 
on my baseball team, Clay Mahoy. And he ended up, we lost him. Um, and he had left three little boys behind ages six to 17. Now I'm like, Jesus, like this guy's my age. He was 40, you know, and I was like 35 or something, uh, 30, 34. And, uh, and he was like a underwear model, like six pack abs look great, you know, from Hawaii, cool dude. But, you know, we lost him and here's a bunch of these tough baseball players in the church, you know, bawling our eyes out because we just lost one of our, our teammates, you know? Um, and then a few years after that, my good friend Charles gets diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, which is supposedly this incurable blood cancer. Wow. Anyway, that's what the top docs up here at, in Portland told him, Oregon. And uh, so he said, hey, Tim, um, he broke the news to me and he's like, look, I'm going to go to uh, the Hippocrates Health Institute in West Palm Beach, Florida. It's this old school detox and nutrition clinic. They've been around 61 years at the time. He said it's the oldest natural healing institute. And I'm going to try to save my life that way. And I'm thinking, yeah, right. Like, okay. But and then he says, hey, I want you to go with me. And I was like, sure, dude, whatever you want, you know. So here I left that meeting thinking, but there goes another one of my friends. Yeah. It's because my grandma died of brain cancer. My aunt died of skin cancer. Clay died of that stomach cancer deal. And it's like, Jesus, these people are my age now. So I'm freaking out because my health's a mess, dude. I'm bleeding everywhere every day. Like, I don't feel good, right? I was rotting from the inside out. So January 1st, 2011, literally, we fly to Hippocrates. And um, that Monday on the living, that juicing and doing all those living foods and sprouts and all that stuff, my acid reflux that I was eating Tums and Rolades all day long was terrible, gone. Within three days, I was going through this healing crisis, night sweats. I was irritable. Um, I had a metallic taste coming out of my tongue as the heavy metals were exiting my body. I didn't have it as bad as some people, though, because some people had rashes breaking out as toxins were coming out. Some people had wow. parasites, literally parasites crawling out of their pores. Oh I remember God. at lunch vividly, this one lady, I'm like, uh, you've got a parasite crawling out of your eye. And <laughs> she had a parasite crawling out of her eye. And, and I learned why that was working. Why, why was that happening? Well, we live a very high ass, very stressed, but high acid, um, low oxygen lifestyle and diet, yeah. right? And harmful organisms love high acid, low oxygen. So viruses, bacteria, molds, yeast, fungus, parasites, and cancer love it. Cancer is anaerobic. I mean, it, it cannot live in the presence of oxygen. So the standard American diet and being and lazy, because like me, the standard American diet gets you lazy and all the chemical toxins that are accumulating in your body, it makes you lazy on a cellular level and the accumulation of your lazy cells is lazy you. Well, that's where I was. So the first class there was called internal awareness. And this guy like started talking to you about like what happens when you eat food from the time you chew it and it goes down your mouth, goes through the whole system and exits the body. And you explain the whole process. I was like, wow, this is amazing. I really didn't understand all this, but you made it easy. And then he's like trying to sell us on to do a colon hydrotherapy or clonic. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. 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 So for the I've listeners, if you, one, but if you don't know. know what it is, I know I'm really convincing about it, but a lot of people still won't do it. That's why we have a product called gut detox to get the job done. But anyway, um, this guy's like, he's like, look, you've got about six, about six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material, mucoid plaque lining the small and large intestine, the colon, you got to get it out of there. And he literally pointed at me during the class. He goes, Tim, you have 10 pounds of crap in a five pound bag. And if you ever want to be healthy, <laughs> truly healthy, you have to clean it out and keep it clean. And it's, just, it's, it's a waste removal system. It's not a storage tank. And unfortunately, your guys' lack of drinking water, and dehydration on a cellular level, and the terrible food you've been eating has impacted your colon. And um, I still wasn't convinced until he started showing the like virtual colonoscopies. Like they would go cameras inside of people. And then the, like I said, 40-year-old person, they're healthy and they're 
the skin and the, 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 the colon's all clean and pink and nice and, and blood cells. And you can see it in there, the veins and looks good. And then he shows like a 24 year old woman with yeast infection, uh, like um, thrush and uh, candida. And it's all white and yellow and nasty. And she's got something else too, Hashimoto's or something. Then the next wow. person's a 64 year old male with prostate cancer and, 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 and uh, parasites. You see the worms crawling around his colon. I'm just like, going, Oh God. It's like, <laughs> is this possible? And he's like, yeah, 50% of you have worms. And I'm like, what? And um, wow. you know, I went fishing and we used worms, but I didn't want them inside me. So I'm like freaking out. And then they show like a 54 year old female with like breast cancer and you know, whatever, like she's got uh, Hashimoto's or something, or, you know, uh, some other, you know, Crohn's disease or something. So, um, and then it's like yellow and green and nasty. He said, now these three people um, eat the standard American diet. And I was like, shit, that's me. Like, you know, and then he goes, this person eats like we teach you here over the next three weeks. And this is how we're going to change your life. We're going to do it from the inside out. And I'm like, I ran up there and I was signing up for that colon hydrotherapy thing. Like during class, he's like, Tim, hold on a second. We'll do that afterwards. I'm like, screw you, dude. I'm getting in now. <laughs> the next day I go in there, they weighed me. I did the colon hydrotherapy thing for an hour. And then they weighed me again. I dropped 10 pounds of impacted fecal material in my colon. Wow. The lady, the, there was a lady there, the record, because they keep track of it, um, dropped 27 pounds in one session. Wow, um, and that's Jesus back when Christ. I went, maybe somebody else has broke the record since then in the last seven, 10 years, but, um, that was it at the time. So that's when I learned about, uh, the colon and how important it is to get it clean and the digestive tract clean and keep it clean because it is the, the, the epicenter, the driving engine of your life. It's where yeah. food comes through and it's materialized into fuel and liquid form and gets into the cells. And it's really important deal. So, um, um, I looked at Charles and we were, we, we finished, uh, one of our last days there. And I looked at him and I was like, dude, do you feel as good as I do? And he's like, yeah. And I said, I can't believe I'm going to say this. And this is the guy who was hunting and fishing. Like I'm killing elk and deer. And like, I got hundred thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars of hunting and fishing equipment. I said, I'm going to give up all meat except for bacon. And I'm going to do this whole deal with you. And then I wrote the China study book on the way home in the airplane. And I just went all plant-based. Now, for those of you listening, you don't have to go all plant-based to change your lifestyle. It was just something I was thrown into and I did it. Um, after that, eight and a half years of plant-based, then I ate threw meat back in until this year. And now I'm doing all plant-based again. So I'm experimenting. I'm trying to find what works for me best. So yeah. you got to find out what works for you. Everybody's different. Maybe you still need meat. Maybe you don't. Maybe you need different portions. You figure that stuff out, but that's not the foundation. That stuff comes later. Getting the foundation in place is the most important thing, like getting the gut clean, purifying the blood, fat, and the muscle tissue, flooding the body with nutrients, recolonizing the bacteria in the gut. These are the things that I learned at that place. I came home, we implemented them. And in two and a half years, my friend had healed himself of this chronic lymphocytic leukemia, this cancer wow. and no surgery, no chemo, no radiation, none of that stuff. He did it with attitude, um, cleaning up his gut, all the stuff I just said, you know, eating fresh foods, lots of sprouts. We, you know, sprouts are living foods. Uh, we really promote living foods like pretty much every other wild creature on this planet eats except for us. And um, he turned his life around um, and he was able to see his son graduate high school. He went and saw father son weekend at Oregon state university and him and I are friends. He started playing guitar. He got a band. We play, you know, nice. I, I got playing guitar. I hang out with him. We're having a good time. He's alive doing well. And it's been 11 years, you know, wow. since, since that, since that deal And me within 60 days, I got back my elbows uh, completely healed the fat stuff bubbling up on my right shoulder, that was gone. In eight months, the big patch on my knee was gone. Um, I could feel my ribs again within like two months. And I went from larges and extra larges down to mediums and smalls again. I was right back to where I was in high school and college weight 
which was perfect timing for my 20 year high school reunion. In oh, June. nice. <laughs> so it was, it was awesome. And I was like, everybody else, like I couldn't even recognize some of them cause they look different, you know? Oh yeah. But they're like, dude, yeah. you look exactly the same, except you got some gray hairs, you know? So anyway, that was the whole story. And, uh, you know, and I, you know, I've just been going gangbusters with this stuff, teaching detox classes. We've had over 5,000 people to my house, making fresh juice, teaching the classes, making living raw food dinners. I became a yoga instructor, a raw food chef. I mean, completely the opposite of this redneck, beer drinking, (laughs) Copenhagen chewing, you know, cut as a lumberjack. I put myself through college cutting firewood. You know, it's just, I mean, I still cut firewood. That's awesome. And a really good that's workout. That's a great workout. Uh, that's Dude, a, that'll get you ripped, man. It's one of the best. So yeah. anyway, I tried to tell it, get that all in real quick because that's kind of my backstory. Cause I'm, I'm finding out that I'm really an odd dude. Um, it's, it's interesting. Cause you never know where your life will take you. You know, I love that. I mean, it's uh, we never know, especially 10, 20 years down the road. I mean, it's impossible to predict, especially if you're, constantly trying to grow and, and do better and, and change your life. You're, you're never going to be able to predict where you're going. I, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm always looking for hacks always. And when I find them, I implement them. Then I just share them with our community. It's so much, it's fun. Like my job is to get healthier. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it. you know, it's life is such a gift, man. I mean, just being here, the more you appreciate the world around you, the more I'm left like the only thing that you're left with is, wow, like, how can I enjoy this more? You know, how can I be here as long as possible and as healthy as possible and help other people, you know, do the same? I mean, it's just mm-hmm. such a blessing to be here. Um, and I think now, especially we're living in a time where there's so much crap, you know, in, in everywhere, like every, you have to be very intentional. You can't be passive about, you know, your, your life or, or what you eat or what you're using as a personal care product or anything like that. You can't be passive about it because the people making money off of it, I mean, not you, obviously you you care about people, but people in the, I'm talking like corporate America, uh, you know, they don't care about your health. You know, they, they just care about making a buck. And so most of the crap out shelf there is, life. Yeah. Can't shelf stay life. on the shelf. Yeah. Exactly. Is it, is it profitable? You know? See, we have a, we have a pro, over here in our business. It's like, I, I look at it two ways. It's like, Yes, you have to be profitable, but at the same time, you can do no harm to people or the planet. That's yeah. the whole goal. And if it comes down to it, that's the the decision maker. Those two things have to be in place. If 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 you're, you know, um, you can make more money, but it's gonna like that's how I started the whole supplement line, is because I would do all this research for my private coaching students. And then one day I was looking at a bottle of this uh, plant-based protein powder, which I don't do protein powders anymore. You can ask me about that and why, but, um, and I'm like, what the hell's this? And all of a sudden it was, they had xanthan gum in there. Oh yeah. I go online, look it up and I'm like mutated corn syrup fermented in bacteria. What? <laughs> and used as an emulsifier. So when people shake up their protein shake, they don't have to shake it again. Yeah. Right. It doesn't settle. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I had to call all my clients don't take it. They changed the label on us. Damn it. Send it back. Get your refund. I'll see if I can find another one. And I just got sick and tired of making those changes. And then I'd find out that these companies like Garden of Life, they get bought by Nestle. And then they, oh yeah, whether they tell you or not, I, I, I won't bring up any other companies, but there's other companies that like you think they're organic and all yeah. that. And they've been, they were really good companies back in the day. And the owner would be rolling over in his grave right now if he knew what they did. But way the labeling laws work, they literally shove synthetics into a yeast base and the yeast is considered natural. And somehow the synthetic magically disappears. No, it's Mm. cheaper for them. And um, they do that in supplementations today. You're taking chemicals in and you think, and it's got an organic label on it. That's how diabolical it is today. So you really have to know the owner's 
of and what they're really believing. So I built this stuff for me and I, cause yeah. I'm tired of it. So I, at least I know what I'm getting in my stuff and I'm very picky. There are other good companies out there, but they might have 12 products, but only two of them I would recommend. Right. Yeah. Cause I just know too much. I'm an insider now. One of my, our formulator, Dr. That is Dr. the curse of knowing too much. You have a hard, you're much more picky when it comes to picking anything. I find when I go to the grocery store or anything, I'm like, all right, well, I can't really buy anything. Yeah. I mean, there's like convenience stores have nothing. Yeah. Like if oh, you go into sure. a good health food store, 85% yeah. of that stuff you shouldn't put in your body. Yeah. But they have to have it there because they got to stay in business. Right. Well, they don't have to, but if they want to be in business, people are, you know, give people what they want and people want donuts. <laughs> they, they just, Dude, I, they did want. you see that thing with Krispy Kreme, how they're uh, like bribing people to get a, I mean, vaccine for like 50, 50 bucks or something like that. Or no, you get like a free, no, not 50 bucks. It was a full year of fucking Krispy Kreme or something like that. If you get, if you get the vaccine. This is, a, this is the dumbest thing I ever heard. I'm there is, n- there's nowhere in nature. There's no other creatures that stick uh, uh, chemicals and toxins in their body. Oh yeah. It 100%. makes no sense. And people, I like to sum this up and be like, Oh, he's a conspiracy theorist, all this stuff. Like, look, here's the reality. Okay. We spend $3.3 trillion in healthcare in this country. Yet we're the yep. sickest human beings have ever walked the face of the earth. So yep. The system is broke. What they're doing doesn't work. And I'm not slamming all the doctors and nurses because these are the good boys and girls in the equation, right? Yeah. They signed up. They wanted to go help people, but they're they're being trained by the pharmaceutical industry. They're the ones that wrote their textbooks and they're learning how to write on prescription pads really good. They're yeah. not learning how to get to know the client, know what their stress levels are, find out what relationship tension they have, or find out that the reason why he or she's an emotional eater is because they were molested when they were a child and they're trying to suppress those emotions and keep them down. They don't want to talk about that stuff. They don't even give the doctors time. They give you 15 minutes. They got to in, out, in, out, in, out. Yeah. And, they, and they come out of uh, medical school and they got like $300,000 in medical bills and the insurance to be a doctor is too much. So they can't go work, open their own practice because they got to hire three people just to do paperwork. So then they have to go work for what? A big ass company. So the whole system is designed to screw everybody, doctors, nurses included. And the bottom line is, is that all we need is nature. If we get back to nature, all of our problems are fixed, fixed. Like you want to heal yourself? Stop eating crap. Just go out into nature, drink water and and look, seriously, sit in the meadow for three days and drink water and you'll reset your immune system. You'll have a whole new outlook on life. It'll, and you'll come back and your brain will be functioning better. Now, if you're diabetic or if you're bulimic or anorexic, probably not the best thing to do, but you know, if you're, if you're a healthy person, you know, or whatever, you know, whatever that is today. Relatively um, healthy. Yeah. 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 If you can at least maybe run around a track a quarter of a mile, maybe, you know, that, I don't know. Many people can't even run, dude. When I was 10 years ago, I couldn't even do anything. I was a, a mess. You know, it's interesting. I think I read a, uh, a statistic recently when I was writing my last book about probiotics and how they could potentially save, I don't know how many billions of dollars in uh, medical expenses if people actually were, you know, just taking, doing that simple intervention, obviously there's other things too, but, you know, just simply taking care of their gut with a probiotic, something that can uh, help their, you know, obviously their gut flora and things like that. What would that, what would the impact be on the medical expenses and industry? I mean, it's just crazy to think that if people actually did more than that, if they kind of did some detox, if they did, you know, if they're proactive about whatever the chemicals they're using in their house, what they're eating. I mean, well, let's just talk about the probiotics. And I kind of have an idea because there was a study, there was two studies done. One of them was, um, 
basically saying that people with pets had about a 50% higher immune system. Mm. The other one was a French study that was recently done where they had kids with pets that went outside versus kids with pets that stayed inside and kids with no pets. Hmm. kids with pets that went outside had 47% less ear infections, the kids with pets that stayed inside and the kids with no pets. Why? Because those pets were going outside and they were picking up the soil-based microorganisms, the bacteria, quote unquote, probiotics that everybody wants. And they're bringing them in the house and they're licking all over the kid's face. (laughs) Right. So there's your medicine. So I'm serious. Like this is what I, this so I I would, I would say probably 50% of medical ecosystem would probably go away. This is what I'm talking about. Getting back to nature, back to the dirt, back outside, get sunshine, vitamin D, fresh air, um, negative ions that the forest and the beach makes that clean the air and purify it. You know, we take about 20,000 breaths a day. We need clean air and that's hard to do today in a lot of places. So this bacteria thing is a big deal. When I have clients that have severe gut issues and we do all the stuff, we, 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 we have a spore-based uh, probiotic in our line that also has prebiotics in it to feed it, to give it the food, even if you're eating all cooked diet, killing everything, all the fiber um, that's the food for these suckers, these bacteria, uh, we just put it in the capsule. So we have them do that. We have them do raw fermented foods like sauerkrauts, raw sauerkrauts, raw kimchi. Um, there's a Japanese one called natto. I, I think it's kind of gross, but a lot oh, of people yeah, like natto's it. natto's hard to eat. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't like it. It's like tacky soybeans or something. And yeah. I, I, ju- I just try to get everything. I don't do any soy because the estrogen, estrogen mimickers. But anyway, we do that. But if when I have people that can't really heal, they've done everything right. What I found out was there's two things that work. Number one, they're usually in a high stress environment, meaning they're married to like a guy who's an alcoholic and they sleep in Mm. separate bedrooms or they have an autistic child, special needs. That's a tremendous burden on these, these parents. Um, Or they're caring for an elderly person, right? Or there's their daughter is like a gymnast and the schedule for the daughter is crazy. And then the, the teenagers on drugs and they're still caring for their, their 94 year old father. Right. So it could be a combination and that maybe the husband's an alcoholic. I mean, throw it all in there. Right. (laughs) Oh man. I feel bad for that person. Right. And, but this is the reality today. And then they have to go to work and then maybe they're not accepted at work because they're overweight or something. Right. Yeah. There's just crazy stuff going on. So there's a lot of stress, right? So stress is the big one. So this is where I get into meditation, clearing the mind, doing breath work. We're really big on that stuff over here. And like, I'm the redneck teaching breath work nowadays, right? (laughs) It's because it works. It's very powerful. Right. And, um, so that's number one. But number two is I'll actually have people, um, call around and find rent friends and relatives from different parts of the United States to go up into the wilderness areas or out, you know, away from people and find undisturbed soil and scoop up a bunch of it and mail it to them. And we get a bunch of different soil from a bunch of different places. I'm telling you what, this is some of the most powerful medicine on the planet because the undisturbed soil has all this microbiome in it, right? Mm. So what you do is you literally have, we have them take a shovel and then try to scoop it up and not mess around with it and just stick it in a pot or something and then wrap it up and ship it to them. So it stays together. And then that person will take all these dirts and soils from all over the place and they put it in a box and then they open that container up and they get their hands in it and they breathe it in and you're breathing in these microbiome and stick your hands in there. And we do this on a daily practice, just play in the dirt, get in that dirt. And guess what? It's, it's powerful medicine. Um, I learned this. So like permaculture is kind of where it's at, unfortunately. And I grew up, I'm a farmer. I was doing it. I didn't know where we would till the soil. Well, when you till the soil, you actually kill the soil microbiome. It's like us taking an antibiotic. It wipes out our gut microbiome. 
A lot of those gut microbiome come from the soil microbiome. They're connected. The ecosystem, our uh, immune system, it's all connected, right? Um, so we need that. So when when you till, when a farmer tills the soil, even if there's not a magnesium deficiency, as an example, if there's magnesium in the soil, well, guess what? This It's not going to get through into the root system of the plant because it's those bacteria that transport the magnesium into the root system of a plant. And that's mm. why people are so magnesium deficient today. And this is a major mineral that is so many functions. Like, oh, yeah. And there's all these mineral, these magnesium supplements out there, magnesium citrate, magnesium this, magnesium that. Nobody can figure it out. Well, I found a gal that did. Her name's Karen. Uh, Bowen, and uh, she has a company called uh, uh, Living the Good Life Naturally. I actually interviewed her episode 56 on my show. And the best one, I was on the pulse. I was close. The Zeichstein minerals, but I had them in flake form. And you cannot get magnesium full cell saturation with the flake form or taking any of these other supplements orally. And some of them actually damage your gut microbiome and kill them. Um, they can be used in emergencies if somebody's plugged up because a lot of it will convert to oxygen and will liquefy everything and take it out. But yeah. other than that, you wouldn't use it long-term at all. I know some people listening might be stuck on magnesium supplements. We have to find a way to get you off that. So um, she has this liquid for me, you do it through foot soaks. That's it. That's the only way we found so far to do it. And you, you just do it every day for 30 days, charge yourself up with magnesium. Then after that, you do it, you get a blood test, test your levels, and then do it twice a week. For a month, test your levels again. You got to just uh, find out what your burn rate is because there's no sense of doing it every single day if you only need to do it twice a week or three times a week. Yeah. Depending on your stress levels, you'll um, find out what your burn rate is. And once you have that, boom, you have an essential nutrient. And this is a very inexpensive thing that we do. Um, this is not one of my products, it's hers, but we actually add that into our coaching program along with our products. And, uh, you know, and doing things like taking saunas to push your you know, the toxins out. And dude, I've, I've been selling saunas for 10 years and I sold my $5,400 sauna. Um, and I bought this little $1,900 one and it's six times, um, more powerful and effective than my big wooden which box. One, on. Which one did you have? And which one did you buy now? Um, well, I had a clear light and clear light, I believe are the best wooden saunas because they have virtually no EMFs. I don't want frequency around me. Yeah. They actually block the ELFs, the electric low frequency from the cord coming in. Their panels were in the proper position for detoxing, um, not up and around your face and stuff like that. Um, they had no glues for off-gassing um, and they had a lifetime warranty. So for the box, big box saunas, they're awesome. But the problem with them is, is a lot of people can't afford them because they're like 3,500 to 6,500 bucks. Oh, yeah. They're big. They don't have space for them. And you might have to spend 500 to $1,500 to, to wire in, um, the current enough to power them because they take a lot of power. So they burn a lot of electricity. They're big. They take 15 minutes to heat up. It's just, there's a lot of problems there. Right. But I love mine. I was in that sucker every day for 30 minutes a day because I knew the benefits of it with this one. It's weighs 33 pounds. You plug it into a 110. It fits in a little suitcase. The technology is through the roof ridiculous. And they mm -hmm. line the tent with silver threads. So then it refracts the infrared. And this is the only unit on the market that's 98% pure infrared. Now, just to educate people why it's so important, our water molecules literally vibrate at infrared frequency. They're eight microns. So water is infrared. What's our body mm -hmm. mostly made of? Water. Yeah. It's water, dude. So when I hit, when I, when I made this connection, I'm like mind blown. So this sauna charges you between four and 14 microns. So eight microns is right in the sweet spot of this sauna. And it's the only one they actually 
these scientists over there, they must have talked to a higher power because they broke a natural law. It's called Planck's law, direct, hmm. made by Max Planck. Um, like gravity is a law. Planck's law says you can't get more than, I think, 50% pure infrared. And these guys got 98%. And they got the silver lining to refract a bunch of times. Hmm. End of story, dude. It's ridiculous. You're 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 sweating in eight minutes. It's 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 just an amazing song. So it's like a sleeping bag kind of thing, right? Like you, I guess you just put yourself in it because it goes in a suitcase. Or how does it? Uh... Well, they have they have a lay down one, and they have these other. They're like little square tents with a little hole in it, so your head pops out. And they have little zippers, oh, like I you see. can stick your hands through if you want to read a book or something. Yeah, yeah, but there's yeah. these two little heaters that go on the bottom. This little on this little track thing, you click it out, and you pop these little things. Up. It's literally like a little tent. And then when you're done, it folds up and you twist it together and it goes in this little circular bag and you zip it up. It's literally 33 pounds. I will take it this wow. weekend to my mom and dad's house. Actually, that's not true because I just bought my mom one. So it'll be here tomorrow. And then I'm taking my mom's with me to her house. And I'll get it set up and then I won't have to pack it, but I could, I did it two weeks ago. I took it. Yeah. To that's my mom's. super handy. I mean, that you can travel with it. That's really cool. Yeah. It's awesome. And we've, our, our, our coaching community, everybody's getting it. They're, they have a $1,400 unit and a $2,000 unit. They got lamps and some other stuff, but it doesn't really matter which unit you get. They're both going to be pretty much exactly the same effective. The other one just got a little bit nicer cloth um, yeah. and, you know, it's a different color or whatever. So if people are interested, they can go to thehealthysauna.com and get, um, we, we set up a hundred dollar discount code for people to get it off. I, I used a $75 code, but I negotiated a a deal with him to get an extra 25 bucks off for nice. people. So you can get it for 14, a $1,400 unit for 1300 and a $2,000 unit for 1900. That's a pretty good deal. I mean, especially like I said, for the traveling, that's, that's huge. Cause a lot of that stuff, especially if you travel a lot, I mean, I, I would say that when you travel, you probably need even more help, especially with all the, you know, you're out of your routine, you're, you're eating in different places. You don't necessarily have control over everything that you do at home. Yeah. Well, so. I eat pretty clean. Like I grow about 60 to 70% of my food and I, I had acne after I got on that sauna for like three weeks and I was so excited about it because I knew it was pushing stuff out at a deeper level that I hadn't mm. tapped into before. Very powerful you stuff. You said you grow most of your food or 60, 70%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I grow a lot of sprouts. I grow sunflower sprouts, pea sprouts, buckwheat sprouts, um, uh, wheatgrass for juicing and rectal yeah. implants, um, which people probably think were crazy, but that's what they did <laughs> at Hippocrates Health Institute. It's very powerful medicine. Um, I could explain more about that, but, uh, red lentils, French lentils, green lentils, mung beans, fenugreek. I sprout all that stuff. Alfalfa sprouts, broccoli sprouts, red clover sprouts, onion sprouts, oh, garlic wow. sprouts, everything, everything sprouted, every nut, seed, grain, or bean we soak in water and quote unquote sprout it because it becomes on average eight times more, um, digestible. And man, do we have digestion issues today? And listen to this one, hold your hat. Wait, you don't have a hat. Hold, hold on to your I got headphones. My, uh, headphones. Hold on to your headphones. <laughs> I'm holding. When you sprout a nut, seed, grain, or bean, it becomes on average 100 to 800% more nutritious. Wow. So why wouldn't you soak your nuts? <laughs> yeah, I, I always soak my almonds I, before, uh, like a night before, before I That's eat them in the morning. Yeah. And I peel, I peel the skin off. And I just eat the, the almond. It, actually, I like the... Most of the time I did it just because it tasted good, but I know that there's a sprouting benefit too, but I didn't know it was that, that big. Yeah, like if you take a walnut, like one of my favorite foods on the planet is sprouted walnut. So you take a walnut and you soak, the bigger nuts like almonds and walnuts, cashews, these, these well, almonds and walnuts especially, they need eight to 12 hours of soaking, right? Something yeah. little like, I don't know, like a chia seed, that can be ready in five minutes, right? That's yeah, what yeah, we need yeah. too much. Uh, so the bigger the nut, the longer it takes to soak. Now, if you take a walnut and soak it for overnight or eight hours or whatever, and then you rinse it off, 
it releases its natural insecticides or protectants that are inherent to protect it for because it wants to live. It wants to carry on. It keeps yeah. the species going. So that's gone. The enzymes are active, eight times more digestible. Nutrition goes up 100, 800%. But then you dehydrate it under 110, 115 degrees to keep the enzymes active. And then it becomes dried. You eat a sprouted walnut. Oh my God, dude. Ridiculous. There's, they just melt in your mouth. And the now nutrition, you, like it's a powerhouse for people that are like athletes or just want quick energy. When you put it in water, because I have, I mean, right now I'm just getting like, you know, you go to the store, you order online like a bulk bag of raw walnuts, you know, mm -hmm. they're just, pieces it's not the actual right shell that'll still nut. work that'll still work you can put yeah. that in water and yep. it'll just mm -hmm. figure it out <laughs> yeah yep wow that's crazy i'll have to try that yeah i love always. walnuts they're, they're great we've even seen people that have nut allergies as soon as they soak them rinse them off wow. they can eat the, they can eat the nuts because it's not it's something but if you have a nut allergy i'm not saying hey you know my son's got a peanut allergy he could go on anaphylactic shock let me soak these peanuts and make him a peanut burst jelly right, sandwich right, out right, of it yeah. no you would want to be take a little teeny tiny itty bitty tiny piece and or maybe just avoid it you know i wouldn't want to do that like have your epi pen ready but you know yeah. just be careful right so i'm not right. saying do that but what are some of the things you know i want to focus on the gut a little bit and, and kind of what your experience has been with what are some of the things that people do on a regular basis that are is this inflaming their gut and basically can obviously antibiotics, you know, you, you try to stay away from those unless you really have to, but what are some things that maybe some hidden silent killers, you know, that, that are, that we need to watch out for? Uh, I think number one would be improper food combining number one. Mm. So what is that? Well, um, you know, the way we were, we were nomadic people. We would travel for a long time. We wouldn't eat anything. Then we'd come to a meadow. We'd eat one food monolithically maybe the ancestors of spinach or cabbage. And then we, in the fall, we'd find some berries. We need all that. So nowadays we have a, a steak from Iowa, potatoes from Idaho, asparagus from Peru. And then we have Tillamook or haagen ice cream at the end. Yeah. It's completely bizarre behavior. We're not programmed for this stuff. So the proper food combining is a class that I teach. And um, the first one's just the easiest. Never mix a protein with a starchy carbohydrate. So what is that? What's a hamburger and a bun? Protein, starchy carbohydrate. What about a hamburger and fries? Protein, starchy carbohydrate. How about a T-bone and a baked potato? Protein, starchy carbohydrate. For the vegans out there, vegetarians, nut butter sandwich. The nuts, protein, bread, starchy carb. Same show. When you mix those two together, it's the worst of all combination. It creates over 123 chemicals in the digestive tract one of them being sulfur and you're causing fermentation, which is gut rot. You're actually destroying your intestinal villi, those little hair like structures that pull the nutrients through the intestinal lining into the bloodstream and create that peristaltic or gut action to push your food through you. Remember it's supposed to be a waste removal system and a place to take in, in nutrients. It's not a storage tank. When you, when you screw up your intestinal villi and you don't take care of them, they're always fermenting. Then you ferment and then you have eczema like I did and you, age faster and you get wrinkles and, and you, and you don't, you don't smell good. I'm just wow. joking about that, but it, That's it's, really you, you can't smell you, you. You actually, people can, I was joking, but, um, people that are severely diabetic, I actually can, I can smell that there's a certain yeah. smell, smell to it. You but, know, it's funny you say that because I had a doctor friend who told me the same shit. Like I was a long time ago that I was talking to her and she was telling me about one of her mentors in medical school. It's so funny you say that because the, the guy was telling all the students like he could just smell somebody 
when he walks in the room and he knows if they're diabetic or not. Like he just had this smell. And at the time I was like, Oh, that's weird. Well, see, he had the same experience. See, I got really clean when I got really clean, I became very sensitive to thing. And I had over 5,000 people to my house for these dinner detox classes. So after a while it's like smell, talk to them, diabetic, smell, talk to them, diabetic. And then they, I'd freak people F out, man. I'd be like, this guy, knocked on my door one day and he's like, Hey, my phone died. Can I use your phone? I'm, I'm the guy over here's ex-wife. I'm a military guy. I'm trying to get in. I was like, sure. Just a second. Let me finish my phone call. I gave him. And after we got done talking, I was like, Hey, you type two diabetic. And he's like, yeah, how'd you know? And I didn't tell him, well, you just, I could smell it on you. And I just like, <laughs> well, I'm in the health industry, you know? And I, you know, I just kind of got a way about these things. I just kind of know, you know, he's like, Oh, okay. Probably thought I was crazy. Yeah. That's funny, man. I mean, it's so crazy though, because there are uh, so many impacts to the digestive system. Like when you, when you, when it's not working properly, I mean, like you said, with the eczema going through your skin and stuff. And I, one of the things I've noticed is skin problems are definitely related to digestive issues. I've, I've noticed that quite a bit, like any kind yeah. of acne, uh, you know. Oh yeah, totally. It's always a gut issue. Oh, yeah. and to bring up, you were talking about these silent killers. So one of them is proper food yeah. combining. Number two, let's talk about electromagnetic frequencies and ELFs, electric low frequencies. Hmm. So this can really screw up your gut. Um, I had a gal on my show, Dr. Elizabeth Plords, and she's a doc seeing patients on a daily basis, um, really menopausal doc. And, but she became very highly sensitive to EMFs and ELFs. So as the smart meters came in, as the cell phones came in, um, she started just falling apart. Her gut just got terrible. She said if she'd walk into a grocery store, every time she walked by somebody with a cell phone, it was like somebody stabbed her with a knife. Like she, Wow. there's a lot of people like this. They're just not, you know, being broadcast all over the place. So the 5g all that stuff it's it's 3g 4g it's not good for us at all but you can't see it again these are the no cms that are causing the problems this will destroy your gut and destroy your gut microbiome and um because people can't see it they're like oh well maybe maybe not i love my cell phone i want to i want to download my movies really quick yeah (laughs) but guess what you're 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 gonna not live as long and you're gonna be suffering so like i have um bags of these tesla rocks to block the emfs i have these harmonizers i got from dr plords i have them um you see my phone here i have uh well they're in the back here well i have them on my lap see them there on my mouse oh yeah yeah yeah. those are harmonizers i have them on my screen and check this good looking guy out so i'll flip this around here see that guy oh wow who is that (laughs) and then so there's the blocker there emf and an elf one right there right so i have these things i fix this i have these things all over all over the place because i want to harmonize and in the back i'm just trying to pull this off here so you can see it my cell phone because we are getting zapped uh see boom on the back of my phone yeah so so i am doing everything i can because we have to change our environment it's really simple like i learned about dr bruce lipton I don't know if you know that guy. He's a cell yeah, researcher yeah. for like 50 years. Totally I'm cool familiar dude. with Bruce Lipton, yeah. And he said that forever they said that the nucleus was the, the epicenter and the power generator of the cell. And yeah. he'd been studying cells for 50 years. And he thought, oh, what the hell? I'm going to take the nucleus out and see what happens. Like nobody had ever done this. And he did. And guess what? The cell lived. Hmm. So he broke that whole theory apart. Wow. Like the whole, th- every all the scientists, everybody, this is what's called scientific consensus. Right. Oh, that's the way it is. Nope. 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 That's the way it is. You got to get the shot. Nope. You know, that's fascinating. 
And um, so then he's like, wow. Um, and he, what he realizes that they started studying stuff. And then this is the whole thing about the gene research, right? Genetic research. They would take a healthy human cell, put it into a Petri dish, into a medium of something they known was a known carcinogen. It would, and then they put it in there and they'd watch the cell mutate the cancer. They would study it. And they would try to come up with some acid-based synthetic derivative molecule to stop the process so they could sell it to us. And my thought process is like, how about we don't put our healthy cells in the cancer causing yeah, environment? <laughs> skip, skip step one. Just don't do it. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to put my finger on a hot burner on the oven. My finger is going to burn. I know that. Okay. Yeah. If I'm spraying Roundup around my house to kill the weeds, cause I'm too lazy to pull them or I won't hire somebody, then guess what? You're going to, I mean, you see the ads on TV now. If you've been exposed to glyphosate, the number one thing or oh, yeah. ingredient in Roundup, oh, terrible, and you man. have lymphoma cancer, you may be entitled to settlement. We have paid over $412 billion out and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> these, these, these attorneys wouldn't be spending money running ads 24-7 if it wasn't big money. They're, that's payday oh, yeah. time. Billions right? of dollars, man. So people are getting sued because they know glyphosate, the main ingredient in Roundup, is killing people. Yet you can still go down to your local home and garden store today and purchase it and spray yourself with it and spray your plants with it, like or in your in your gardens and and the farmers are still spraying it. It's like crazy town. Why don't people just pause for a moment and see how crazy this is? I remember when I was at Hippocrates and after a few days we were in a lecture and the, one of the co-directors was there and he was talking. This guy raised his hand. He's like, "Hey, Brian, like, all right, man, I, I feel better. I get it, but." how do I go home and implement this crazy lifestyle in the real world? You know, how am I going to do that? And he said, well, first off, he goes, your statement's completely wrong. He said, the question you should have asked was, how do I go home and live a real life in a crazy world? Mm, yeah. Very profound statement that he had there. Right. So, and this is where we're at today. We live in a crazy world, but we just have to stop and use our common sense and use our instincts and literally just get back to nature, right? You wanna know what skincare and what shampoos and makeups to put on your body and, 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 uh, and uh, you know, sunblocks. Here's the, here, 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 it's really easy. If you can't eat it, you shouldn't put it on your skin. Okay, that's it. <laughs> that's, There's the litmus good, test. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. That's good. So yeah. it's stuff like this. When you learn things like this that are really simple, that break things down to the just to the 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 foundation, life gets easy. Like I'm with my girlfriend now, and, and and same thing with clothing. Is the clothing from a natural fiber or is it synthetic? It's really simple. If it's from a natural fiber, it also has to be not sprayed with synthetics. It's that it. So organic, natural fiber clothing. That's what we need to do because where do synthetics? Like I know I was a baseball player for 30 years when Under Armour came out and Nike dry fit. It was the best thing since sliced bread because we oh, had to because yeah. on cold, we didn't have to wear those long sleeves. They get all soaked in the cotton. It was, oh, it was great. And we'd change them all the time. You put on the dry fit, it just wicks the you know moisture away. Feels good. feels like you feel like a superhero in it. Yeah. Great stuff, right? <laughs> but guess what? What's it made of? It's made of crude oil. And they take like 3,000 chemicals to make those threads. And then they stitch it together. You wear it. And after a 1,000 washes, it's still off-gassing 97% of these hormone-disrupting estrogen mimickers. Wow. So for guys, what does that mean? Well, it's going to give you man boobs and lead to things like prostate cancer. For women, yeah. breast cancer, cervical cysts, uterine cysts, ovarian cysts, messing up your hormones, 
messing up your cycle. Maybe it's early menopause for you or late menopause, and it's going to be more painful. Your, your monthly cycles could be more painful, right? It could, Hashimoto's, it throws off your hormones, your communication station. So your thyroid. So why would we adorn ourselves in these synthetic toxins? Well, because it's everybody's doing it. It's, it's convenient. It's the, it's the real world. That's what we do. No, it's a crazy world. Yeah. It's a, it's a crazy world. So go look at your ingredients. Like if you look at your shampoo and it says sodium laurel sulfate, that's a known carcinogen. Why are you washing your hair with it? How about your toothpaste? If your toothpaste says harmful as swallowed, please contact the poison control center. Why are you putting it in your mouth? Yeah, why? <laughs> and guess I what? I got it's home so and guess what my shampoo said? Sodium laurel sulfate. My toothpaste harmful as swallowed. I was doing it. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I learned this shit. I was like, damn it. Dang it. I was like, damn it. I just threw it all away. And I started finding other companies and products. They were doing things that were good for me and good for the planet. It was that simple. Right. And anyway, so it's just like, it's not no, that it's, hard it's when you have the yeah. awareness. I, I think you definitely have to take it one step at a time. It's there's so many assaults on every part of our lifestyle that, you know, initially it can be overwhelming, but if you it just go one, if you beginning. just take it one step at a time, like, okay, like this month, I'm just going to take care of my diet and what I'm eating and, you know, what I'm doing and so on. I have a question actually for you about the uh, food combining. Cause I've, I know that like sugar and, you know, obviously proteins, they can form like AGEs and things like that, but I haven't heard about the fermentation thing. So I'm curious, like, how do you incorporate carbs into your diet? I mean, obviously, you know, not sugar, but you know, some starches, obviously like potatoes, yams, that kind of thing. How do you incorporate those if, um, if you don't combine them with protein? So do you eat That's them? That's easy. You just eat them with a bunch of veggies. But you just eat them at a separate time, basically? Yeah. Just never eat proteins and starchy carbohydrates together. So if you're going to have like a lot of people are like, I have a lot of bodybuilder clients and they like, yeah. you know, everything's all portioned out and, you know, they usually have like their steam, their chicken breast or steamed broccoli and some rice, right? Yeah, yeah. Real simple. <laughs> standard. Right? Well, guess what? You're going to destroy your kidneys. You're going to destroy your gut. And um, and so you have to look at these things. Like rice is an example. White rice and brown rice, we get people off of that as fast as we possibly can. Mm. That is like a mouthful of sugar. That's all it is. Yeah. Let's, and then people are like, what are you talking about? Rice is healthy. Like, well, yeah, it is if it's wild rice, 100% wild rice, 100% intact. But it's hard to find because plus the Chinese have been hybriding rice for 1500 years, splicing, splicing, splicing. So it's so hard. You can't, I've tried sprouting it and soaking it. You can't, hmm. it, it's messed up. Man's manipulated it too much. So what they do is they take the bran off the rice. They strip that off. That's rice bran. And then they have what's left is this starchy carb. 90% of the nutrients are in the bran. Yeah. So they strip 90% of the nutrients. Now you're left with 10% and trace amounts of cyanide, literally look it up. And we eat this and we chew it up and we eat it. And what's it turn into? It's just a mouthful of sugar. So when you're having rice with a protein, like a chunk of chicken meat, it's improper food combining. Plus rice is like, there's no nutrients to it, right? Yeah. You're going to be breaking down. Now what's popping up all over the place, infertility clinics and dialysis clinics, overconsumption of, uh, well, poor, poor lifestyle and all the pollution, all the stuff we're talking about infertility but yeah. overconsumption of, of, of animal protein is what's destroying our kidneys and shutting down our kidneys. It's just too much uric acid. It's just, it's wiping people out. So we have to just look at basic things. So um, uh, for rice, we recommend to switch over to quinoa and teff. That's an Ethiopian grain. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard of Teff. I, I've Kamut. never tried Teff. I've heard of it, though. Is it's is awesome. It, it's a little teeny tiny grain from Ethiopia. What does it it's taste like, like? I mean, what would you compare it to? It's kind of like cream of wheat. It's kind of like a dark little oh, grain. Okay. And you can, you can put like a vegan butter on it or something, Mayoko's or... And some cinnamon, it's delicious. And those don't have gluten in them, do they? Like teff and quinoa? Well, what you do is you soak it first. Remember, every mm. nut seed gram, even if you take wheat, which I would recommend you don't do unless it's heirloom wheat, hard red winter wheat, the heirloom yeah. version, you sprout it first. When you sprout that wheat kernel, the glutens convert to a simple sugar. It's no, it's now it's gluten-free. So it has to be soaked first. If you're just taking, and here's the problem, like if you have whole wheat bread, most likely it was spring wheat that's hybrid, genetically modified, which just, just destroys the metabolism of the plant, creates formaldehydes, and you're eating formaldehyde. That's embalming fluid, just to be clear. Wow. And that's why I'm going to, I swear to God, dude, I'm going to get a mortician on my show and we're going to explain to people what's going on because what's happening is older people that have had time to eat more of this GMO stuff. They're telling us they don't even have to really embalm them anymore. They're already embalmed. Wow, that's freaking weird, man. <laughs> okay, so that's where we're at today. But yeah. with, with these GMO wheat and stuff like that, and it, they take it in its dormant form. So let's say I gave you a handful of hard red winter wheat or hard red spring wheat and you eat it. What's going to happen in its, in its natural state hard. You, 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 maybe you'll crack a tooth, but if you're, if you swallow yeah. it, you're not going to digest it. It's going to come out of you the same way it went in. Right. It's going to look yeah. the same. Right. So they take that and then they, they grind it into a powder so it's got those natural insecticides or protectants, the gluten's there. You see what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. grind it into a powder and then they add what? Uh, sugar, salt, and yeast. And then they cook it at high temperatures and they make breads and pastas. Mm. We eat it. It's like eating a mouthful of sugar. Wow. What we should have done is what the, 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 uh, the indigenous people do. They take the wheat grain or the grain of whatever plant. They soak it in water first release the insecticides or protectants, make it very nutritious, make it malleable so you can digest it. And then with a mortar and pestle, they'd bang it. And then they maybe mix herbs in. And then they would eat that or they'd make it into patties and they'd put it out in the sun to dry. Sun dried under 110 degrees, keep the enzymes active. And sometimes they would keep that for subsistence later down the road. That's what the Indians were doing here, the Native Americans. They would take meat and they would smoke it and stuff. But before they do that, they would take herbs and elderberries and pound it into the meat. And that, and then that was subsistence for them to get through the winter. It wasn't just the meat. It was like lots of plant berries and roots and stuff that they would bang into the meat. The ancients knew, man, you know, we think we're so freaking clever with everything with our smartphones and Instagram, but I'll tell you, like, there's so much of these, uh, natural technologies and ancient wisdom that were, that were just, they were so far ahead of their time compared to us. I think with some of these things that were just ancient wisdom, I don't know. I have a, I have yeah. a very deep respect for ancient cultures and uh, ancient traditions, I think they were much more advanced than we give them credit for. And well, it was just it was just trial and error, dude. It was like yeah. thousands of years of trial and error. They found out what worked and what didn't work. Eat yeah. that berry. Tom died. Okay, don't <laughs> eat that berry. Right. <laughs> you know, it's pretty yeah. simple. <laughs> <laughs> but they were in. You know, they. I, I think a big part of it is they. They had the. I don't know how to phrase this, but they were in tune with nature, and they had not nothing else better to do, but that was basically their focus was like, okay, what, what works, what doesn't work? What's, how do you prepare this? How do you prepare it? It was all centered around the, what the am I going to eat today? Yeah. Loop around. What am I going to eat and, and how am I going to grow and develop? Now we have sort of, we don't have that responsibility to sort of feed ourselves. I mean, you just go and you know, whatever you go to McDonald's and buy, you know, a burger or something because somebody else takes care of it for you. 
And so you spend a lot of your time on just bullshit. I mean, <laughs> you know, and stuff think, about, think about this, dude, like, what, like a monkey is an example. Let's say a monkey's got a little car and he pulls up to a tree and somebody hands him uh, a bag, a hot bag of food. <laughs> and inside of it, he's got all this GMO pesticide sprayed stuff, heated high temperatures, nasty. He eats it and then he throws it in the jungle and makes a mess. Yeah. Right. That's where we're at today. People, we literally pull up to a drive-thru. Somebody hands us a bag of food. We eat it. And then you see it blowing down the side of the road because people litter. Yeah. It's a bizarre thing what we do. Like we are so far disconnected. So if you're listening to this podcast today and you're suffering with your health or you want to be healthier, your skin's not looking right, you got cancer, you got heart disease, all these things, you can remedy it. You just have to take 100% responsibility for your health. Nobody else is going to do it for you. And then start finding people that resonate with you, that make sense. And most importantly, that look healthy and are um, saying common sense things that work. You have to have healthy people that you're getting information from. My formulator, Dr. Trevor, he's in his 70s. His skin looks like he's 35. Wow. That's a good person to take advice from, not the blind ophthalmologist or the overweight dietitian, right? right. <laughs> They're not people to listen to. Like, how are they going to help you? They can't even help themselves. Yeah. You have to just pause and plug into nature and use common sense. And it's really not that hard. Look into nature. They'll show you how to get healthy. Chipmunks are healthy. <laughs> I saw this video of a guy, uh, God, what's his name? Um, Veracit, Veratis, Veracitum, or I don't know, some guy that does a lot of great videos on YouTube, like physics videos. And he made an obstacle course <laughs> for these squirrels uh-huh. in his yard. It was badass, man. I'll tell you, like, it's just, there's, they're like athletes, like super freaking Olympic athletes. He was yeah. making this whole course for them to get to, uh, you know, it's like a gladiator type course for them to basically go through these different obstacles and the way they learn so quickly and they were able to navigate. It was just really like fascinating to why, especially I have a movement and background. I can appreciate how they're coordinated with their bodies. I mean, it's just like, wow, they're impressive. <laughs> it's just little chipmunks running around, you know, that's awesome, dude. I love chipmunks. I always you tell want- people I, I have the I literally have an energy. I feel like a chipmunk. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I have. I mean, I'll be forty eight in June. I'm oh damn! Just, Congratulations, man! You're looking I'm good. Just, I'm just like I. I feel so good. Like I have so much energy, and I have uh, these hacks, man. I'm telling you, like the water machine I got, and that sauna, and the yeah. products that we take, and the, it's just like hacking sleep. I love all this stuff, and I just keep stacking, 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 trying, trying. If it works, we yeah. keep it. If it doesn't, we pitch it and we try something else. It's so fun. You want to go over your core four really quick? Absolutely. So these are awesome. So originally when I taught all those classes, um, I sold a lot of juicers for juicing companies because I was, I juiced myself way back to health and we used cucumber, celery, sunflower, pea sprouts. That was it. I followed the Hippocrates protocol. After that, I started adding in ginger root and turmeric root and, you know, little green apple. I really went crazy. And um, that was the freaking delicious. So I made juice twice a day without fail, five and a half years, never missed. Now, when we created our green powder, then I just juiced once a day because it was just, it's time consuming. Like, this is why people weren't doing it. They're like, I'm like, why aren't you juicing? Well, cause it's, you know, it's cost expensive and uh, it takes time. And I don't want to clean that damn juicer. You know, that was the bottom line. So they wanted simple, they wanted easy, quick. So I went back to the drawing board and I thought, okay, what could I share with people that would like be the biggest impact on their health with the least amount of effort. And I came up with three things originally. We added a fourth one later Then we call them our core four secrets. And this is people pay me thousands of dollars a month on a one-on-one basis to coach them. 
I've got a lot of cancer client patients. Uh, we've got uh, uh, high-level athletes. We've got people that are executives that just want to look, feel good, get off medications, whatever. And the first one is drinking half your body weight in liquid ounces of purified and restructured water daily. So our water is dirty today. I mean, it's it's got pollutants in it. Yeah. Um, check out the umbilical cord studies. If you type in, when you're done with this podcast, oh, yeah. type in crazy. umbilical cord and chemical, and you'll see the studies going back to 2005, showing that every single child being born in young mothers, umbilical cord blood, they have over 250 chemicals in it, 180 cause cancer in humans and 212 cause developmental brain disorders. These are supposedly the healthiest people. So the older you are, the more time you've had to bioaccumulate from the air you breathe, the water you drink, the food you eat, right? And the products that you put on your body. So anything that comes into contact with your body can either harm you or heal you. So the water researchers go 1500 miles into the interior. They study and they find these little two, and a, two to two and a half fish and fish, inch, inch fish in these pristine lakes. They have both male and female organs now. Why? Because of the estrogen mimickers from plastics. Wow. Microscopic plastics from water, bottled waters and clothing. People are washing these synthetic microfibers and nylons and, and polyesters and stuff like that. These microplastics go out in the wash and they go out into the ecosystem. And they're so pervasive now because everybody's wearing synthetic clothes. We talked about that earlier. Just get rid, get rid of that shit. Um, the, all the fishies and the um, little amphibians now are turning into hermaphrodites. So what's that do? It's doing the same thing to us. We're, we're getting man boobs and, and hormonal issues. It's from these microplastics. So we have to purify our water. I don't care if it's well water, tap water. It doesn't matter. It needs to spring water. It's got to be cleaned. And a lot of people are like, well, spring water. Uh. Well, sometimes it's good, but you have to get it tested. Some spring waters have too many uh, um, uh, minerals in them. And these will cause hardening of the arteries, gallstones, and kidney stones. You ever pass a kidney stone? I haven't, and I don't want to. So water today has to be cleaned up. So we recommend that. And if you live in the city, the high pressure pipes make the water molecules, instead of like a four or five cluster, they get like 20 to 25 cluster and they get big and they're like bowling balls going through your intestinal tract. They're not gonna go through, it's like a bowling ball going through a chain link fence. It's not gonna go through it. So for eight and a half years, I'm drinking, 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 drinking water, teaching people this. Everybody's like, I'm peeing a lot. I'm like, I know that's how it works. Well, when this gal, Danusha, I ran into her. She's like, you gotta get this unit. I'm like, I know about that unit. I don't need it. I don't need alkalized water. You need purified water. She puts me on the phone with this expert. Long story short, he's like, Tim, just go drink the effing water. So I'm like, okay. So I go over and I drink a quart of her water. And then afterwards she told me to put a little salt under my tongue. And I did. And then 15 minutes later, she goes, I'm gonna have you drink another quart. And I was like, I don't know if I can do that or not. It's like, I drink water a lot. I teach people, but I don't know. So I did it and I could do it. It was like the other water was disappeared. And I was like, wow, normally I'd have to pee by now. What's going on? And she goes, I've never done this before, but you eat so clean. You eat all those sprouts. She goes, I'm going to give you a third glass. And um, normally I wouldn't do this with anybody because it'll cause too much of a detox. It'll literally put you in bed because this water is very detoxifying. And she goes, this is how I healed myself of post-traumatic stress disorder with this water and these concentrated food supplements like yours. I'm like, okay, I drink the third one. But before the third one, about 24 minutes into this process, my brain kicks on. I had the tingling in my arms again, just like I did back in the Hippocrates Health Institute when I first changed my lifestyle. And I was like, whoa, I'm like, whoa. I was like, this is amazing. I drank the third one. I was high on water for six hours from those three quarts of water. And I'm like, dude, I called her up after my group coaching. I was like, I got to have this water unit. And she's like, okay. And I bought the water unit and then I got another one for my parents. And um, 
that water is amazing. So it restructures it, makes it small like sand, so it can go through the chain link fence, your intestinal lining. And then it also alkalizes it, but it also charges it with molecular hydrogen. And Dr. Shiva Ayadure, one of the top immune system experts, about a month ago, he released a, another video on uh, molecular hydrogen. And then I was like, I mean, I knew it was good, but when he said it, I was like, wow, this is amazing what it does. It literally charges your cells with energy. It's like powering up on a battery pack. And I've been drinking that water since uh, two, fall of 2018. I'm high as a kite every day. I've got unlimited energy. You get 80% more absorption of your supplements you're taking and the food you're eating when you're on this type of water. And if people are interested, they can go to mypurifiedwater.com and you can talk to Danusha. Um, I used to send people to Danusha at gmail.com, but nobody can spell her name because it's like Polish <laughs> for Donna. Yeah. So we create a little landing page so people can book with her. So that's core so, secret number one. And less so than core five, secret one number one is water. How much water again? Half your body weight in liquid ounces daily. And we've estimated less than 5% of the population is doing this. So we have a national crisis. It's called cellular dehydration. This is the big one. We want to get people on the purified restructured water. Number two, chew your food until liquefied. Mm. I learned this at the Institute. That guy, that doc I told you about, uh, Scott, he was like, he was talking about it. He said, your teeth are the first step, the first domino in digestion. But more importantly, you secrete, when you chew your food, you, you have two ducts up here and four in your lower mouth that secrete these enzymes, amylase and lipase. These are going to break yeah. down your starches and your fats. And you chew your food really well. You preload all your food with these enzymes. And then it goes down into your stomach and those enzymes in your stomach digest your food. So if you don't chew your food well, you're going to have, instead of digestion and assimilation of nutrients, you're going to have fermentation and gut rot. We're right back to that problem. And you're, mm -hmm. that's why 90% of us have leaky gut at some level, right? A little these microscopic tears and holes in the intestinal lining. You don't want that because then undigested food particles and microbes get in to the blood and cause havoc on the whole body. Less than 4% of the population is uh, doing this one, chewing their food well. And Dr. Gabriel Cousins showed us that when you chew your food well, also major benefit, you stimulate, stimulate meridian points in your mouth that create serotonin. And you can actually uptake your serotonin uh, tutor by up to 500%. So for those of you that have anxiety issues or depression, if you just chew your food really well, it's probably one of the best supplements um, of serotonin you could ever get in your life. Wow, that's really your interesting. Food. Very powerful, right? Huh. So that's a big one. Core secret number three, now you're drinking lots of water, chewing your food good. You want to avoid liquids with meals. Yeah. Avoid liquids with meals. So stop drinking liquids 30 minutes before for beginners Wait an hour after you're done eating and then drink a lot of liquids again. If you have stage four cancer, you're an Olympic level athlete, you want to just really feel good, then stop drinking liquids an hour before and wait two hours after you're done eating and then drink a lot of liquids again. Less than 2% of the population is doing that hack. And then the last one, core secret number four, do some breath work before you eat just for one to two minutes. It's just like this. Take a big deep breath in through your nose like this and then pause and then out through the mouth, nice, nice, long, slow flow. Just let it all go. And then pause at the bottom with your lungs completely empty. And then back in through the nose. And suspend the breath and hold. And then release out through the mouth. Be grateful for the food you're eating, people in your life, how your body's going to digest this. And then you just keep repeating that process. Yeah. You just do it for a minute or two. Now, what happens is you take yourself out of uh, sympathetic nervous system to parasympathetic from fight or flight to rest and digest. When you're stressed out, which we all are, 
our blood leaves the organ systems and it goes to the extremities, the hands, the feet, the eggs, the, the arms, legs to fight or flight, get the heck out right. of there. So simply by just doing this breath work for one to two minutes, the blood rushes back into the organ systems. And now you can digest your food properly because you have the blood supply to the organs. It just makes sense. And less than 1% of the population is doing that one. So what we found out is that because of COVID, we get we, we, we started shipping worldwide with our products. We get emails on a daily basis now, daily, from people that have ordered our products, but they uh, and then they send us an email and they're like, dude, my mental clarity is better. My digestion's better. I'm sleeping better. I have way more energy. I have less gas and bloating. We have all this, and they haven't even got the products yet, but they've been implementing these core four secrets. Maybe one of them, maybe two of them, maybe three of them, maybe all four of them. We have people program them on our phone in our coaching program so that in three to four months, your subconscious mind's programmed. Just like television programming pro- programs us to plop, plop, fizz, fizz, oh, what a relief it is, right? <laughs> right? You, how can we know that? Well, you've been programmed. So we just take advantage of that subconscious programming. We do it ourselves with our cell phone. Hmm. Chew food, avoid liquids, breath work, probiotics, enzymes. We have that program during lunchtime. And then for dinner, we have chew food, avoid liquids, um, breath work enzymes, no probiotics. You only do it once a day. And we repeat that. And then after three, four months, you can't forget it. You start doing it. And guess what? People's lives are turning around and they don't have the products yet. And they add the products in another level, right? Yeah. These are the foundational steps that we teach those core four uh, secrets there. hundred percent, man. I, I agree with all that. It's such, it's, it's all about the basics. You know, it's so funny how I think we tend to look at simple things, quote unquote, simple things. Uh, like chewing your food is sort of like, ah, yeah, I'll get to it, you know, but it's, it really is. There's so many like reasons why you should do it and why it's intended to be that way. So that's yeah. just so cool. It's, that's cool. It's genius, but we should, yeah. it's just nature. We shouldn't, we have it's a teeth. I mean, it's there for a reason, you know? Yeah. Awesome, buddy. Well, one more question for you. What are you most grateful for today? I am most grateful for my ability to be present today and uh, just be happy with what is right now. Um, I wouldn't want to be any other place. I'm really enjoying our conversation today. Um, yeah, this I'm really is, I feel like we could talk for another three hours. It would be very easy. Yeah. We, could probably, we could do a marathon. We could do like a 24 hour, no we'll sleep. Do it again. We'll have to do it again. Um, but anyway, I'm just very grateful for being here. And I'm hoping that whoever's listening to this podcast, um, just, you know, put yourself first so many times I see my clients where they put themselves last until the wheel falls off. They're taking care of the kids, the husband or the wife and grandparents and other people. And then, then they can't take care of themselves. Um, I always kid around, but if you would have asked me 11 years ago, who's more important, you or your kids, I would have said, my kids are more important. Now, if you ask me, I'm like me (laughs) and people think that I'm selfish, but I'm like, no, because mama bear teaches baby bear how to be. She yeah. shows them where the grubs are in the rotten log and where the salmon are in the river. And I want to show my kids to put themselves first by leading by example. I put yeah. myself first. That's how you teach them. So if you do that, if you don't want your kids to be in your shoes when they get your age, then change. Put yourself first. Start loving self. Value yourself. Take care of yourself. Take a bath. Get a massage. Start drinking some greens. Do a detox. You know, Go for a walk out in nature. Really take care of yourself. They'll see it and then they'll copy it most likely, just like the baby bear did. So anyway, I just want to leave people with that that little short message.
All right, all right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview with my friend, Tim. You know, your health is the foundation for everything in life. I've said this many times and I'll keep saying it because without health, you have nothing. And I hope this episode has given you some great tools, a lot of great resources and golden nuggets to really take back control of your health, whatever that goal is, whether it's more energy, better sleep, losing some weight, you know, making some healthier habits, whatever it happens to be, you know, we all have a different journey with health, but the journey is the same in the same, in the sense that the lessons that we learn, like patience and acceptance and courage and, you know, biohacking, a lot of it is courage, being, having the courage to to do these types of things. And it's not being risky or stupid, but just really having the courage to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to take a stand for my health. I'm not going to just be sitting here for the default. So it takes courage, takes patience too. (laughs) It takes a lot of patience. If you're into biohacking, you know what I mean, but check out Tim chemicalfreebody.com. Hope you've enjoyed this episode and don't forget the quote by Ann Wilson Schaefe. Good health is not something we can buy but it can be an extremely valuable savings account. Such a clever quote. I love this because it all it puts it all into perspective. You know, you can't buy health, it's true, but you can contribute to your health with good decisions over time. Whether that means investing in it, right? Like an investment account where you're using different things like supplements and interventions to invest in your health or just making the right decisions about what you're not gonna put into your body, you know, from toxic food and substances and all these different things that are in our environment all the time. So it's all about treating it like a savings account. And that savings account will add up over time. And it's all about keeping it a practice. It's a practice of your life. It's not about getting anywhere. Good health is not a destination. It is an ongoing practice. So I hope this episode has helped you see that and empowered you to create that for yourself because it's very important. Thank you so much for listening as always. Hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Take these lessons forward with you. Be healthy today. Make some better decisions, whatever those happen to be. And we'll see you on the other side. We'll see you on Tuesday, a little Transformation Tuesday. And don't forget, your life is a dance. So go out there and dance it well. more inspiration, free resources, and bonus content, stay connected at danceoflife.com.